appearance of his sister, but more worried about you. That is how we found you, Pen. Gone cold to the bone, the boy stared at him. The king of the Silver River was supposed to have warned his parents of the druids, but perhaps he had failed. If so, his father wouldn't have known of their treachery. Pen brushed back his tangled red hair while trying to think what to do. The taller druid moved in front of the other. When morning comes, we will bring one of the airships across, and then we will have you, one way or the other. Will you set my friends free if I agree to come over? The druid nodded. My word on it. We have no use for them beyond persuading you to come with us. Once you cross over, they are free to go. What about my parents? The druid nodded. Once you are back at Paranor, they can go too. In fact, once you've told us what we want to know, what your purpose is in coming here, you can go too. He was lying. He made it sound believable, exuding just the right amount of sincerity and reasonableness through his choice of words and tone of voice, but Penn knew the truth of things at once. Penn paused to consider what he should do next. He had to go to Paranor anyway if he was to use the Dark Wand to reach his aunt. Rescuing the Ardrees was what he had set out to do, and he couldn't do that if he didn't get inside the druid's keep. The trick would be finding a way to keep the Dark Wand in his possession until he could get inside the chamber of the Ardrees. I want to speak with Tagwen, he called out. Send him to the head of the bridge and move back so I can come across safely. He watched the druids' dark faces bend close and heard them confer in inaudible whispers. He could tell they didn't like the request and were trying to come up with a way to refuse it. If you think I will be so easy to find over here come morning, perhaps you should wait to try it and find out for yourselves, he said suddenly. It might not be as easy as you think. That spider creature you sent to hunt me down? Or was it supposed to kill me? You did send it, didn't you? Both druids stared at him in surprise. The one who did all the talking folded his arms into his cloak. We didn't send him. But we know who did. We thought he was dead. Killed in the slags. He? Not it? Aphasia Y. A man. But I grant you he looks more an insect than a human. Are you saying he isn't dead? Where is he? No, he's dead. But he didn't die in the slags. He tracked us all the way here. Last night he crossed the bridge, just as you want to do. Except that he found a way. Then he found me. But something else, too, and it killed him. If you want to see what that something is, fly your airship on over. I'll wait for you. It was a bluff, but it was a bluff worth trying. Aphasia Y was a predator of the First Order. They might be hesitant to go up against something that had dispatched him. It cast Penn in a different light, giving him a more dangerous aspect, since he was alive and his hunter wasn't. The taller druid said, All right, Penn. We'll let you speak with Tagwen, but no tricks, please. Anything that suggests you are acting in bad faith will put your troll friends and your parents at risk. Have your talk, and then do what you know you have to do and surrender yourself to us. 
Pen waited until the area in front of the bridge was clear of everyone but the dwarf, then stepped out onto the stone arch and walked across. He used the dark wand like a walking staff, leaning on it as if he were injured, pretending that was its purpose. Maybe they would let him keep it if they thought he had need of it to walk. When he was at the far side, he dropped down into a crouch, using the bridge abutments as shelter. He didn't think they intended to kill him, but he couldn't be certain. Tagwen moved close. They caught us with our pants down, young Pen. We thought we were watching out for you, but we were looking too hard in the wrong direction. They had us under spear and arrow before we could mount a defense. I'm sorry. Pen put his hand on the dwarf's stout shoulder. You did the best you could, Tagwen. Perhaps. The dwarf caught sight of Penn's damaged hand and looked up again quickly. What happened to your fingers? The tree took them in exchange for the staff. Blood for sap, flesh for bark, bones for wood. It was necessary. Tagwin glanced quickly over Penn's shoulder into the darkness of the Tanaquil's island. Where is Cinnamonson? Penn hesitated. Staying behind. Safe for now, Tagwen. Listen to me. I have to do what they want. I have to go with them to Paranor. Tagwen stared. No, Pendaren. You won't come out of there alive. They don't intend to let you go. Nor your parents, either. You're being taken to Shadir Aru. She's behind what's happened to the Ardrees, and once she's questioned you about what you were doing and you tell her, which you will, make no mistake... You and your parents are finished. Don't doubt me on this. Pen nodded. I don't, Tagwin. But we're trapped here, all of us. We're stranded in these ruins, surrounded by Erdas. I have to get out if I'm to help my aunt, and the quicker the better. If I don't get to Paranor and use the Dark One soon, it will be too late. And now I have a way. The druids will take me faster than I could get there on my own. I know it's dangerous, but I have to risk it. You're risking too much, the dwarf snapped. Maybe. Maybe not. He looked off into the gardens, into the pale, shifting patterns of color and the dappled shadows cast by the druids and gnome hunters in the firelight's glow. In any case, it's the only choice that makes sense. He turned back to Tagwin. If I agree to go with them, will that tall druid keep his word and let you go? Tagwin thought about it a moment. Chaunt Rowan. He's not as bad as the other one, Pison Wentz, and certainly not as bad as Shader. He joined them in the plot against your aunt, but he might keep his word. Penn nodded. I'll have to chance it. He put his hands on the dwarf's shoulders. Get out of here any way you can, Tagwin. Don't stop for anything. He hesitated. Don't try to reach Cinnaminson. She has to wait for me. She can't leave until I come back for her. Don't ask me to explain. Just tell me you'll do what I've asked, all right? The dwarf nodded. All right. I can do this, Pen whispered, swallowing hard. I know I can. Tagwin's fingers tightened. I know it, too. There are some still loyal to your aunt. Keep an eye out. 
one of them might come to your aid. Peng glanced down again at the dark wand. What can I do about the staff? It's too big to hide, but I have to take it with me. I know they won't let me keep it if they see it. Penn stared toward the firelight, to the cluster of troll prisoners huddled together, to the shadowy forms of the gnome hunters surrounding them, to the cloaked forms of the druids. That's a pretty piece of work, Tagwen said, nodding down at the dark wand. It might help if it wasn't so shiny. He reached behind him for a handful of damp earth, then rubbed it along the length of the staff, clotting the runes, dulling the surface. He worked in the shadows, shielding his movements. If they take it away from you, he said, finishing up, tell them you found it in the ruins. Tell them you don't know what it is. If they think it was given to you to help the Ardrees, you'll never see it again. You might keep it long enough to use it if they don't suspect what it's for. Penn nodded. He stood up, one hand gripping the staff. He leaned on it once more, as if he needed its support. Go back to them. Tell Kermadec to be ready. Kyber is still out there somewhere. She might be watching all this, and I don't know what she will do. The dwarf nodded and rose as well. Saying nothing, he returned to the gnome hunters and the encircled rock trolls, his head lowered. Penn waited until he was seated among them again, then looked over at the druids who were standing to one side. Do you promise my friends will not be harmed? he asked again. Not by us or those who travel with us, the taller druid replied. We'll leave them here when we depart. What happens to them after that is up to them. It was the best...